How many love the great I am? Amen. The I am that he says I am. He'll be anything you need him to be. Wow, so good to see everybody out here on this Super Bowl Sunday night. So glad that you chose the house of the Lord to be in. And you'll be glad that you did. Amen. How many's already glad that they've come to the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. Tonight we got a special treat for you. You know, as I begin to think over my life and and I, and I was thinking if, you know, if I lived here in biblical times, I would want to be one of those chosen people that could be in the inner circle with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I would have been one, one I'd like to have been one that was able to, you know, be one of those 12 that got close to him that he trusted things with that he didn't trust anybody else with. I would have liked to have been close to him to where I could have laid my head over in his lap like John, the beloved, was able to. I would have liked to have been there the coals of fire when he had fish on the fire feeding his disciples and hearing him speak of the different messages concerning the, uh, the, the, time, the signs of the time and the different things of that nature. Every single one of us in our lives have what we call inner circle people. It isn't that we love one more than the other in the sense of love, but there is things called closeness. And this guest that we're going to be having tonight is one of my part of my inner circle. They have access to my home. They have access to my vehicles. They have access to my itinerary. They got a, my phone number. They call anytime they want. They anytime they need something, I'm there. And um, I, this person happened to come into our lives a few years ago by marrying one of my sons. And um, what a joy! Because I don't have daughter-in-laws. I got three marvelous daughters. They're all three special daughters of mine. And this one, we uh, are very close. We talk a lot. She shares a lot. And I had been tugged by the Holy Spirit almost two years ago about, a, about her giftedness and her calling and her trying to figure that out on her own and me not as a father-in-law and pastor trying to tell her what her calling or anything of that nature was. And so I'm letting God do all of that. And I thought, I'm going to have her speak. And the Lord said, not now, not now, not now. And that went on for a good bit. And we got into a car the other, back a oh, month, a month and a half ago. And she started sharing to me her heart, what the Lord was putting into her spirit. And I thought, oh, wow, this has got to be heard by the church. I hope she can convey it the way she conveyed it to me. She preached a sermon, and it was fiery with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, I love her. She is my daughter. I've got all the confidence in the world in her. I know the purity of her heart. I know her desire. I know everything that is behind it is that for the concern of good and for the kingdom of God. Would you welcome tonight my daughter, Sophie Miller, to the stand, please. I asked her, I said, are you nervous? She said, I'm pleasantly terrified. Joyfully terrified. Woo. Well, it is good to be here with all of you. Um, before I get started, um, I would like my husband to come up and pray for me. Uh, he's kind of my, he's my calming, my calming guide. He kind of helps me, you know, so I'm going to ask for him to, to pray. You guys are in for a treat. <laughs> let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you, Lord. I thank you for this assembly that's gathered here on this night, God. It's not by coincidence that anyone is here, God. And I, and I pray that your, your hedge of protection would be upon all of our minds tonight. And let us be in tune to what your Spirit's saying to us as we come here in unity in one corporate body, God, to learn more about you and to grow closer and to lift your name up. Lord, I pray that the words that are given to my wife, God, would be anointed Lord, I pray that you'd be with her, God, and guide her, and let her have focus during this time, God. I thank you for all the things you're doing, and I thank you in advance what you're going to do, Lord. We thank you and praise your holy name, your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks. Okay. That was good. Thank you. I'm going to take a minute. I have to say that this is a humbling experience. One that I am honored. I do not take this lightly that I am standing here. Many great, great people have stood and given a word. 
behind this pulpit, and I am thankful for the privilege. I didn't know I was quite there yet, but I believe the Lord knows. So, um, I have to say, some time ago, I was um, kind of had a little fire. Well, I shouldn't say kind of. I had a fire that was lit inside of me. And I did not realize how big the fire would get. But it, it, it's now just gotten to the point where it's uncontainable. I have two side stories I want to start off with tonight. Um, Kent did touch base a little bit, but I feel like this is very important for me to start off with this so that you can kind of understand the importance of why each and every one are here tonight. This is exciting. I am so excited to share this with you. So, um, like Kent said, a few uh, weeks back, we went to eat at a, a good establishment that we call Leon's, uh, and Kent rode in the front seat with me on the way back, which I must say this conversation started um, at the table and continued until we got all the way home, and we were in Dexter, uh, and it didn't want to end, but we had to stop, so um, I'll tell you, I, I went home that night, and I mean, I was... I was consumed with this. I mean, I'll have to admit, I've had many sleepless nights since then. My heart was pounding all night long. My mind was pinging all over the place. Bear with me, because I'm going to fast forward to just a few weeks ago after Kent had asked me to speak. Um, we had had a great service that morning, and um, around the end of the service, uh, we had the um, speaking in tongues, and... Uh, a close friend of ours, Jerry Turner, in, um, interpreted the tongues. And in the end of his message, he said, two, 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 two. That's four, four twos. And I thought, wow, okay, I know that guy, and I know that numbers are something. The Lord has got something for us. Do you think it was by chance that it was one of the first messages of 2020? <laughs> no. And... So when I went over, Ben and I went to talk to uh, Jerry and Pammy after service, and he started revealing to me about twos have been huge in his life in the last few weeks, and about how he had gotten some business opportunities, and that it was, you know, on the second day of that month at 222, and a two was in the number that was sent for twos. So let's go back to when Kent asked me, the night that he asked me if I would uh, share my heart with it about this message that I have, I was laying in bed, and I wish I would have looked at the clock. I don't know why I didn't. I want to say it was probably at 2.22. Uh, the Lord revealed to me very quickly when I started guessing, second-guessing myself, thinking, I can't do this. This, no, 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 no. I'm just going to, I'm going to call him tomorrow and be like, I don't think it's a good idea. The Lord said... Not audibly, but he said in my spirit, he said, do you think it's by chance you're speaking on February 2nd, which is the second month, the second day of 2020, four twos. Woo, that is awesome. That made me, I, it was all the confirmation I needed. And I can tell you that just, I'm, I'm really excited because there has been, I'm not going to, I'm not going to butcher this, but... I will tell you that there is a prophecy out right now. There is a word over what today stands for. And with the chief, we'll win the Super Bowl, by the way. And it is going to start something huge in this world. I believe that tonight is the night of the awakening of the body of Christ and the Holy Spirit. And it's going to run rampant in this nation. I am looking forward to this. What the Holy Spirit can do. I... Uh, I love the Word of God. It is hard for me. When I started to uh, start trying to form an actual message and put my words together correctly, I realized very quickly, and I had heard um, once talking to a few knowledgeable people about this, that not many people speak completely or build a message around the Holy Spirit. And I thought, well, you know, I wonder why. Well, when I started looking around, I realized it's very hard because He is special. I think it is awesome that when I'm trying to build a message around that he is limitless. There is not one certain story. 
There's not one, it's one chapter, one book. He's everywhere. That excited me too, you know. Um, so I'm going to tell you that I, I, I am one that likes, if, if, if the word is not in it, then I don't think God's in it. I feel like I don't want to get up here and just do an inspirational message. So I, I will have the, have the word in it, but I do not have one certain word that's going to go along or story. Um, I will tell you that I am calling this the refreshing, the renewing, the awakening, um, and the uh, revealing of the Holy Spirit in the body of Christ as a whole. So I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to share. I'm going to have a few stories. So just to kind of get to know me a little bit. Um, it was, I was probably about 19 years old. And I was driving down PP Highway. And I, I must tell you, uh, I... I didn't really attend a lot of churches in my life. I've, I've been to a few. I've, I've tested them out. Uh, there was always a drawing and a pooling, and I didn't really quite know what that was. I know now it was my, cra- my praying grandmother. That's why intercessory prayer is so important. If I didn't have her doing that, where would I be? Um, but I was driving down PP Highway, and I looked up, and I, I wish I could remember who was with me. And I can tell you, I remember doing this on numerous occasions. I remember just saying it a few times in my life, um, but I said, wow, you know, that's a beautiful building up there. I think that's a church. I'm assuming it's a church, and I'm going to get married in that place someday. (laughs) I thought, yeah, you know, I don't know how it works. Like, I don't know if you like rent it. I don't have to become it. I don't don't really know how that works, but I'm going to get married in there. (laughs) You know, (laughs) what you speak. It means, it matters, it matters. There's meaning in what you say. Little did I know what that would lead to. And so fast forward a few years later, I am asked to go on a date with my husband, uh, Benjamin, and it, I did not know him. It was, it was blind, but not blind. I mean, I, I kind of knew what he looked like, but when he asked me, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> and then I quickly was like, I'm just kidding, I'll do it. <laughs> I think he knew I was the one then. <laughs> um, and so uh, I remember on our first date, he started talking to me, and he's, he's, uh, I was asking about his family. You know, I was like, so where are you from, and, you know, what are your parents like, and this and that. And he shared how great of a mom he has, which, hello, we all know that. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, and then I was like, well, what does your dad do, you know? And he's like, well, he's a pastor of a church up there, and... And to be honest with you, when I, when I was thinking about this, I really don't remember thinking, wow, I'm going to get married in that church. You know, that really was not revealed to me until later on that that was in my mind. And he told me that. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder how those churches, I wonder how a church like that works. It's so big. They probably have like, I don't know, five, six, seven pastors or preachers or whatever you call them. And they get up and just take turns. I don't know. So I remember... <laughs> a few months later when Ben brought me to the palace for the first time. And this was a moment. This was, uh, it was what God wanted. And I'm so thankful for that. I didn't realize that then, though. It took me a while. Um, I I loved this church. I I knew from the second I got here that I felt home. Uh, I knew I wanted to be here. But, you know, the enemy which I didn't realize it at the time, just wasn't happy. He's like, no, I don't, I don't think so. So to be honest with you, I, I remember I, I broke up with Ben not long after that. I knew I loved him, and I knew I was in love. I was dating for a purpose, um, but I did not think I could measure up for what I needed to be. I knew I wanted to belong to the church, but I did not know that I could be in the church. Um, and, and the enemy really had his way with me with that. But I know that there were people praying. I know that. There is power in prayer. We wouldn't, I don't, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't. Uh, and I know that the Holy Spirit was saying, hey, come on, girl. Don't worry about what, what the past is. It doesn't matter. And it didn't take me long to realize that I made a huge mistake. Because I realized that I am a child of God. I have been redeemed. 
I am set free, and I am forgiven. It does not matter what I was yesterday. I am today. Christ lives in me. And I knew I could do it. And I'm going to tell you something that is so important about this story to me. Is that I was on the other side. I was a sinner. I was living not the worst life, but not, not, not a, great, a great way to live. And this place, what, what we offer here, drew me. The authenticity of what we offer and what the Lord has given us here is so authentic compared to what is dished out in other places. So I think it's important that you hear that story about Ben and I. And I'll tell you, I came back to the church, and I, matter of fact, we started, we were sitting in the back when we first came, and I was like, uh, listen, if we're going to do this, we got to sit closer, because I'm distracted. I need to be in the front. Not knocking anybody in the back. I'm just saying, for me, I needed to be up front. And we went to like, you know, six rows back, three rows back, and now we're on the second row. So, and I love it. <laughs> um, so I, I, I really wanted to share that with you. Um, a few months ago, uh, I was given the opportunity with a few ladies to go to a, a ladies' night at a church here in town. And um, I remember it was really nice. It was nice. They, they offered good refreshments, and it, and it was great. And, um, but I'll tell you, I remember being there, and I remember the speaker talking about, you know, if you're feeling... Uh, this, this warm feeling in your belly. And, uh, you know, if that means maybe you just need prayer. And literally, I wanted to stand up and be like, it's called the Holy Spirit! <laughs> you know, it's like you just want to shout it out and run around. You know, like bust, <laughs> bust out the walls. Um, I left there knowing that I know where I'm supposed to be. There's no doubt. There's, I am 100% Pentecostal. I want to be here. I love what we have here, what we offer, what the Lord has given to us. We are blessed to have a place like this because not everyone has a place like this to call home. And what we need to do, I am, it is so, I am so burdened on my heart. I, I want so bad for people. I was the one on the other side, folks, walking into a building. I've walked in other buildings for the first time. They don't have what we have. They don't offer what we offer. And it is so important in the day and time that we are in that we are stronger than we've ever been in our beliefs and who we are. And we do not back down to what anyone tries to tell us what we need to back down for. If I'm called a radical at the end of my life, whoop, so be it. Praise the Lord, I'm a radical. I'd much rather die a radical, I can tell you that. It's important. It's who we are. It's what, what was birthed into us. And, and I am so appreciative and thankful for it. That is exciting stuff. That I, could, I could talk about that forever. It just makes me happy. So I was interested in looking up um, if someone would Google, you know, uh, beliefs of Church of God or Pentecostal beliefs, I, uh, how they um, do things, you know. And it says here, worship is not limited to music. Along with uh, speaking in tongues, dancing, shouting, praying aloud during worship, and if worship leaders are led by the Holy Spirit, may extend the time of praise. They believe in lively worship because of the influence of the Holy Spirit. There, I love that. Uh, there is praying aloud, giving thanks, proclaiming the Lord's excellence, Expressing love for God and the commune with the Almighty. Woo! We are given that every week. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful for that. So when I started reading that, I thought, okay, is that what we are offering? I mean, let's get real. I, I, want, I, I want to get real for a minute about that. Because when I go, you know, when I went to this other ladies' night, sometimes, you know, you kind of get uh, lost in, in the hustle bustle of things. You know, it's, it's not that we're not thankful and appreciative, but sometimes I think we don't realize what we have here. I think we, we I don't want to say we take it for granted. I think we know how great it is, but I think sometimes it's good to be reminded. And I started thinking about that, and I thought, well, you know, that other church I went to, bless its heart, it's very sweet. 
Um, but I started thinking, I don't want to judge people. I, 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 but, you know, my opinion about it was I thought anyone that attends that church or is associated with that church, um, that is what they're fed every week. That's, that was my perception. I went in there once, and that was it. And that was my perception. I thought, man, you know, whew, I'm so thankful for what we have here. And when I started reading this online about what, if someone were to Google it, that is what they think about us. I want to make sure we're not watering the Holy Spirit down. I want to make sure that we are louder and lively and speaking in tongues and sharing the gifts that the Lord has given us. And stay true to who we are in our background. Because this is the time that we need it. We, this is the time. This is the real stuff that we need. We don't ever need to think, you know, maybe we kind of should just, you know, be a little bit more peaceful about things. You know, we don't, we don't want to cause a ruckus. Oh, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Knock the walls down. <laughs> we want it loud. We want it loud. We need that. We need that. That's the authenticity of what we offer here. I'm telling you, there's, there's an importance in praising the Lord. Uh, there's a praise in me. Oh. And I'll be honest with you, uh, I, I always knew it was there. But it took me, uh, right before Ben and I, a few months before Ben and I got married, I was asked to go uh, on the ladies' retreat to Branson. And um, I remember uh, going in there, and I was completely sidetracked on everything that day. I wasn't thinking anything about the speaker. I wasn't... Oh, boy. Well, did the Lord have it in for me? Because that night, <laughs> I, I didn't even realize what I was missing out on because I was so worried about, well, I don't want anybody to look at me. You know, if I praise like that, then who's going to look at me? And uh, I better just stay here. And, you know, I can raise my hand a little bit, but I'm just going to stay down and it took me to get out of my comfort zone. And, and it wasn't that I was in Branson. That, that's not what I'm getting at. It wasn't that I was at a ladies' retreat. It was because I just finally allowed myself to put the walls down and to allow myself to let the Holy Spirit move in me. And it's such a beautiful thing. I, I've never been the same since. I, I came back a completely changed woman. Uh, I, I knew that I loved God and that he was my Lord and Savior, and I knew that I believed in this church, but I, I didn't even think of praise in that way until the Lord revealed it to me on that weekend, and I'm so thankful for that. I'm telling you that because I think as women, uh, some women don't have that opportunity to go. Some women can't go on a ladies' retreat. There's women here that belong to our church that, that don't have that opportunity, and um, you're safe here. You're safe here. I want to talk to you women and tell you, you can shout and you can praise and get out of your box and let it flow. There is nothing more beautiful than a woman of God on fire for God. There's nothing more beautiful to a man, your husband, if you're thinking, oh, you know, I just don't want to. It's beautiful. You'll never be looked at funny. That's what, that's the openness of what we have here. That's what's so great about it. You can't put it in a little box. I often sometimes wonder, I'm like, you know, when people are praising and stuff, I just wonder sometimes, like if, and and I'm conscious of this, I've been guilty of this before, are you singing or are you really singing? Like, are you believing the words that's coming out of your mouth? Are you really allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you? Because we can do that every single day. We don't have to be here. It's great that he's here. It's wonderful that we have this church and we have this place. We can do this at home. Do this washing dishes, ladies. Fold laundry. Shake it. Be excited. Be happy. Be free. In the name of Jesus, allow yourself to praise the Lord. It's allowing the Holy Spirit in your everyday life is what is going to get you through this world. He is not there just by chance. He's meant to be used. And that's important to know. Um, I believe with all my heart that we are in the end times. It is now. I've done, I've done a lot of studying. I've, I've heard that many times. And I, I do believe that. 
and I, I kind of sometimes take offense, and I, maybe I shouldn't. I, I don't like when, when you hear, well, it's been the end days since, you know, I was a little kid, and, you know, I mean, is it really? Yes. Yes, actually it is. We are closer now than we've ever been, literally. It's going to happen. When I, when I look at 2 Timothy, it, it, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing when you look at what it says. We are in privileged days. Privileged times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Mm. Boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedience to parents, unfaithful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontentness, Blasphemers of those who do good, traitors, uh, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than God. That is scary. That's where we are. It's where we are. And there are people that we are dealing with day to day that are lost. There's people in this church. There's people that need help. There's people that need to be reached. This is where we are. This is, this is the word of God. This is what God said. This is what, this is the end times. And, and I can't help but here to lately is I'm driving down the road and, you know, I look over at the car next to me and I, I pray for them. I say, God, touch them today and bless them. Send somebody on their path, Lord, so that they can get to know you if they don't know you. Because let's, let's get real here. You're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. And I think that's why it's so important for us to stay true to who we are right now as a church and what we believe and to use the gifts that God has given us to let the Holy Spirit be in us everywhere we go and to every day say, God, I submit myself to you. I submit my eyes, I submit my mouth, my ears, and my feet to walk on holy ground. I ask the Lord, I, I, I ask the Holy Spirit Lead me, guide me, push me. It's so important. Um, growing up, I, uh, at the age of two, my birth mother had left, and my dad was a single dad, um, raising me with, uh, my grandmother helped a lot, my mama Hawkins, and my aunts. I had two aunts that helped a lot. Um, and by the age of four, I had a stepmother come along, and by the age of 12, she was gone. And I, I did not grow up in a spirit-filled home. I did not grow up uh, really knowing a lot about God. What I did know about God was uh, my mama would take me to church uh, when I was teeny tiny, and I don't know if you guys <laughs> know about this, and it must be a thing. I, I got this little basket that I guess the women from the church would, would weave, I guess that's and you would go around and collect the pennies, the penny gatherer. I don't know. That's what I was. I would go to church, and that's what I would do. But other than that, I, I, we didn't go to church growing up. I didn't know the Lord very well, and um, I know that we would go to church sometimes on Easter, and that, that, that was about it. And I want to tell you that because... I want, I want us to take a minute and think about our kids. I want us to think about our babies. I want us to think about what they mean to us and how much we love them and the big part of our lives that they are and know that they are watching you. I want to speak to the women. I'm going to call you all out tonight. This is what I'm on fire about. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but I just can't help it. Girls, it's our time. Young girls, young women, women of God, it's our time. It's time for us to step up. Our moms, where would we be today? I want you to ask, where would we be today without our moms and our grandmas being in an altar? That would, that's been their job. They've been going to war for us for years. I know I've had a praying mother-in-law for me before she even knew me. I know she was praying for me before she even knew who I was. She prayed for Ben's wife. She was praying for me. 
And, and, I, and I sometimes wonder, I think, well, I don't want to drop the ball. I, I don't want to be the one to drop the ball. What's going to happen to the church as a body of Christ? What's going to happen to the church in this world? What, what's going to happen if the young women don't step up and step out? We got to be what the we got to be what our parents were, what they given to us. We we we, we got to pray for our babies. They, they need to see us praise the Lord. They need to see our hands lifted high. Listen, it's nice being blessed. Is nice. It, it's great. The Lord wants to bless you. But I feel like in this day and age with women, I feel like we get so stuck in, in, in things that of the flesh. I, I, I'm going to get real. I feel like we are so worried a lot of times. I've been guilty of this. That's why I'm speaking it. What car you drive? What house you live in? What clothes you wear? What's the most recent bag you have? What your kids wear? You know, all those things, listen, there's nothing wrong with, with wanting good things. There's nothing wrong with liking nice things. The Lord wants that for you. He wants to bless you. But what is it if he's not in the center of it? If he's not put right in the center of it? And that to me is what, what, it, what I, I really want to know that my kids can look at me and know that I put God first. I allowed the Holy Spirit to work in my life and to guide me day to day. I will fail. I will fail. And that's okay. The Lord's with me. And thankfully, He forgives me. And it's, it's, really, it's really a sweet thing. The Holy Spirit is a sweet thing. And I think about... I think about my day-to-day -day life, and I think, okay, so let me ask you a question. Would you get in your vehicle, and would you drive around, and just randomly pull up at a house and get out, go through someone's front door and sit on the couch and flip through the magazine, or, and just, is that not weird? That's weird to me. I, I would never do that. that that's, um, no. But if someone calls me up, Hey, girl, why don't you come on over? Let's hang out. Let's get together and fellowship and, you know, have maybe a little Bible study. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'll be right over. I'm going to get in my car. Folks, that's as easy as it is with the Holy Spirit. It's not that hard. I think sometimes we want to we wanna put him in a box and make it seem like it's so hard to get him out. It's not. It, it's as simple as just saying, Holy Spirit, guide me and be with me today. Just be with me and guide me. Help me. Help me when I'm weak. Be with me when I'm happy. He's your friend. The Lord left him there for us to use. And I can tell you, you're going to have a lot better time with him than you would anybody else anyway. If you just invite him in. These last few weeks, um, I have grown closer with the Lord than I ever have been. I've enjoyed it, uh, this opportunity. The Lord has stretched me, and uh, it's been so wonderful and so great. And I, I've, I feel so close to him, and I, and I want that for everybody. I want everybody to feel how I feel. I want everybody to have that fire like I have. Because I, 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 everybody can have it. That's what's so great. Can you imagine if we were all on fire? Can you imagine if like, we were like that, that, that little can of those worms and you take the lid off and they just pop out everywhere? Be that. You can be that. You can go out into this world and you can be that for everyone. Let them see you. Let them see you. I want to talk to the Generation Z for a minute. You all are amazing. Oh. I am so proud of what we have here. I am so proud that we have Zach, and he has done what he's done, and Amy being such a good partner for him. You all are amazing. There's not a lot of places that have what we have here, and it does not come easy. 
I grew up around, you know, being a teenager, you're on other teenagers, and I know what sin is like. I know that, that you all face things that you should not ever have to face. And I am proud that you are steadfast. Hold your ground. Don't ever back down. Don't ever let somebody tell you, well, you're a radical. Well, that's just weird. So what? So what? That's okay. You don't know who you're touching. You don't know who you're touching. You don't know five, ten years from now, oh, Joe was mean to you and rude to you and slammed you and made you feel like you were goofy and all these things. He's going to be the one to get saved right in front of you, and he's going to say it was because the way you lived your life in front of me. That's God shining through you. It's your time to step up. Don't, don't, don't weigh it down. It's so important that you hold true to who you are and who the Lord has. He's put you here for a reason. He's put you here for a reason. It, it, it makes me so emotional when I see you all and I see how, how the discernment you have for the Lord and how you allow the Holy Spirit to move through you. I, I love that. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I, I, I think about my young men and, and my, my daughter. I, I think about they're looking at you. They're looking up to you. And you guys have been great examples of godly children of God. And I am so thankful for that. I want you to keep up the good work. I wrote down a few things. And I, I, really, I really feel like these are, these are now. These, these, these are good. Esther 4.14 says, For perhaps you were born for such a time as this. Hmm, that's exciting. Ecclesiastes 3.18, For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, and a time to be born and a time to die. Folks, we are not dead. We are alive and we are in this moment. And, and there has never been a time such as this right now. Matthew 4, or 5, 14 through 16. Oh, i got to find you here. Where are you? You are the light of the world. A town built upon a hill cannot be hidden. Oh, that is powerful. That is who we are. Praise the Lord. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way. Let your light shine before others that they may see the good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That is so great. That is God's word. He spoke that. It's in red. He spoke that. He spoke that. That excites me. That is who you all are. Is that not exciting? That is who we all are. We've got to renew. We've got to renew the Holy Spirit. I, I, I think it's important to take the time. I think it's important to, to be in the Word and ask God, say, all right, what do I, what do, where do I need to check myself? Where do I need help with? My musicians can come whenever you are ready. Thank you. I hope that this came across in the way that I, that, I, that I feel like the Lord really wanted it to be said tonight. My passion is for this church and who we are in the body of Christ. Um, it's just that we're in the end times. We're in the end times, and we've got to stay true to who we are. And we've got to let the Spirit run in this place and run through us as we go into this world. We've got to know that when people come through these doors that they're going to be fed what we believe and that we are an example for them because that's what drew me. I was on the other side. I was there, folks. I was on the other side. It did not sway me to think, oh, well, I don't know. It's kind of, it was authentic. It was so beautiful. I had never seen God like that. I'd never seen God in the word like that. I'd never had a man preach like that. I've never heard anything like that. I've never had people raise hands like that. And it was real. And that's what this world needs is real. We don't need a feel-good church. I've been to those. I'll be honest. I won't give names. I've been to churches around here. I've been to Baptist church. I've been to another Pentecostal church. I've tried out... Uh, 
Oh, uh, I'll just call it a feel-good church because they often would talk about, well, God's with you, and it's, it's his grace, you know, that'll get you through. And if you don't want to come to church, sometimes that's okay. You just, you know, play ball with your kids because he understands, and you don't have to worry about it. It's okay. And if you want to go out sometimes, that's all right. Oh, that's what people are fed, folks. So I just ask tonight, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, I know this is better than any Super Bowl game. Okay, I'm sorry. Come on now. Give me something. It's not that bad. You have it recorded, don't you? Come on. I I want us to dig deep tonight. I want us to dig deep. I, I, I want us to think about who we are and what Christ has done for us. God is so wonderful. <laughs> what he has brought me from, it is amazing. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I think it's important for us tonight to recognize that. I think I think we need renewed. I think we I think that we need renewed. And I don't I don't mean just well, I'm gonna go down and or I can just stay here in my seat and I can just, you know, Lord touch me. No, no. Nope, I'm calling you out tonight. I'm calling you out. I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, whatever your will is tonight, have your way here. Because I, I don't know how, how the ending is going to be. I don't know if I should do an altar call or a prayer line. Because there's power in that. There's nothing like coming to an altar and renewing, renewing yourself in the Lord. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. I know it's comfortable. I know it's comfortable to sit in your seat and think, I'm good, I'm renewed. Lord, renew me. Mm -mm. I'm asking. The Lord's asking. He wants this. I'm telling you guys, he's doing something big. Tonight's the night. No doubt in my mind. It has been prophesied. It's been put out there. Tonight is the night. There's going to be an awakening of the spirit in this land. And I, I, I want to be there. I don't want to miss out. I don't want to look back and think, why, why did I just sit there? Why, why, didn't I, why didn't I get in and dig deep and allow myself to go there? Sunday night is a perfect night for that. Sunday night is a great night for that. It's a time that you can have with the Lord. Let, let, let's not worry about tomorrow. Let's not worry, worry about tomorrow and what we have to do and what time we have to get up. Can we, can we not just praise our God for a while? Can we do that? Can I ask each of you now just to move, to move and to ask God? To, let's, let's ask the Holy Spirit to fall in this place tonight. Can we? I, I, I ask the band. I, I, I ask the Lord. I, I have a song that's laid on my heart. I have a song that I'm passionate about. Every time I hear it, boy, it just, it just does something in me. It does something in me. And I tell you, the first time I heard this song, when, when Skylar started singing it for the first time, I thought, what are we singing here? Woo! And then the Lord got a hold of me. It's an anointed song, folks. It's a great song. Do you know that whenever you are speaking to God and you lift your praises up to Him and what He does for you, it doesn't matter where you are. I, I do this at my house all the time. Uh, Jed knows it. Woo, Jedediah, he can get down. I say, God, when I move my body and I move my feet and I open my mouth, it makes the darkness flee. It is gone, and that is real. That is real. We can have that anywhere we want. I'm going to ask tonight that you all, let's get excited. I'm excited. I want us to dig deep tonight. I want us to to shout and to praise. I I, I want to give it our all. I want to show show anybody that might be watching who we are. I want them to know we are the palace of praise. We are a spirit-filled church. We do not hinder the Holy Spirit to move in this place. He moves freely. We are radical. We are loud. We we speak in tongues. We, we, We want the Lord here. And he is welcome here. I want to take the time and I, I want us to worship and I want us to dance and allow the Holy Spirit to fall. Let's, let's do it. I'm excited.
thank you, God, for your holy presence, Lord, and the word that you had for us, God. I pray for each and every single one of these people, Lord. I pray, God, that you touch them tonight. I pray, God, that they have a good week. Bless their feet, their hands, and their minds, God. Let them go out into this world and proclaim your love and let the Holy Spirit shine in Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all have a good night. We pour out our best for you. We pour out our best for you.